yeah, strongholds are not demons, but demons can function out of strongholds. Demons can use strongholds to their advantage and to your disadvantage. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to What Was That About? I'm your host, Moses Khan, and I'm joined by Dr. Tony Soldano here at All People's Church in Brampton, Canada. Pastor Tony, how you doing? Hey, Pastor Mo. I'm doing great. <laughs> great to be with you today. Yes, I'm excited about uh, the episode that we have for you today. Uh, listen, we have filmed a few episodes, so go check them out on our YouTube uh, page. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If you haven't liked, like, so that we can continue to do these episodes. And if you have suggestions, by the way, for future episodes, uh, let us know in the comments so that we uh, can tackle those um those as well. And so uh, we have been on Sunday mornings in a series where we're discussing the mind. The mind. And you've, you know, we should have probably brought your little prop today. Should have brought my brain. Yes. Pinky. Pinky the brain. Pinky the brain. Um, <laughs> not a reference to the mouse cartoons, but um, it's been so good. And uh, and I have found even in small groups, we've been having discussion that have been so, you know, so freeing. And so we're going to tackle an issue um, in this episode really uh, revolved around you may have heard this word strongholds strongholds and and strongholds are something the bible tells us happen in our mind and so pastor what what do people need to know about a stronghold maybe they're hearing this word for the first time or maybe they've grown up in church heard it all along uh, let's let's provide some clarity on what that is yes yeah, so pastor Paul is here in second corinthians 10 3 for though we walk in the flesh in other words we have a natural life right we do not war mm. battle struggle According to the flesh, mm -hmm. for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So Paul is telling us we're in a fight. Okay. People are not our fight. People are not our enemy. We read that in Ephesians chapter six. Right. But then he says this, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to, to the obedience of Christ. Mm. So what are strongholds? Mm -hmm. Strongholds are arguments, thoughts, ideas, anything, can I say it this way, that competes with Christ, anything that wages war with Christ. Right. But I think we need to look at, you know, biblical days, we need to look at the Old Testament to understand, and maybe you can, you know, shed light on this. What is a stronghold? Where's, mm -hmm. where's Paul getting this imagery yeah. from uh, exactly uh, that all of a sudden he refers to these things, by the way, being in our mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting word. And, and just before the episode, we were talking about the fact that it's only mentioned here in the New Testament. Right. Uh, but there's a few references to this word stronghold in the Old Testament. And the psalmist actually uses it in some interesting, some interesting ways. And if you look at the original language, it can actually mean a few things. Uh, it can mean refuge. It can mean high tower. And then the third, the third definition there is stronghold. And so it's really, um, you know, something that gets built, right? Like a high tower that can either be a place of refuge, uh, but if you're not careful, it can also box you in if it's, if it's built, um, you know, in an unhealthy way and it's, in, it's constructed by unhealthy thoughts. So in, in biblical days, really, it's like a castle. You know how the right. castle had the tower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still have castles in yep. England, if you will. Yeah. So it was really meant to be protective. Right. To keep things out. Oh, yeah. But in the New Testament, Paul says they're actually keeping you in. Mm. 
you you've become That's a good. prisoner yeah. to these towers, right. which are arguments, yep. imaginations, mm. high and lofty things that rise up. Yeah. Right. There there are arguments that we're creating in our own mind, mm-hmm. experiences might have created. Even the enemy of our soul, the demonic realm, can create arguments. Right. And somewhere we believe them. Mm, somewhere okay. they go just from our mind into our heart. Yeah. And then they're almost, you know, they become like concrete. Mm-hmm. It's like brick upon brick. So it's not a boom, tomorrow you have a stronghold. It's it's a little by little by little, here a brick, there a brick. Right. It gets concrete. But before you know it, if you're not careful, mm. then you are going to imprison yourself thinking you're protecting yourself. Yeah. Like, for example, if someone has been through uh, emotional trauma, mm-hmm. they may say, well, that, that's never going to happen to me again. So they build a stronghold yeah. and they hide in their little tower right. thinking I will be protected there. Yeah. But in reality, you've just imprisoned yourself. Right. Now, Pastor Moses, what a stronghold is not is that... It is not a demon. Mm, okay. Talk about that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes we can have churchy language and churchy concepts, and we can really adopt a theology that is not biblical, but it's really based on church tradition, our experiences, something that we heard our grandma say. Um, and so, yeah, strongholds are not demons, but demons can function out of strongholds demons can use strongholds to their advantage and to your disadvantage and so if you have thought patterns that you have developed and you and you uh, really allow them to be more concrete uh, because you behave a certain way in accordance to these thought, thought patterns right so so watch how it works you think a thought then you act in a certain way and what are you doing you're reinforcing those thought patterns to the point where they get built 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 and now they're a stronghold and so what the enemy comes and, and does is he actually sees that, sees where we're actually getting trapped within our thoughts that are not healthy, and he actually uses that against us. And so he traps us in cycles. Now you have addiction. Now you have people stuck in rejection. They can't get over past experiences, right? And so these strongholds are there, and now you have demonic evil influences kind of using them, which, which reminds me of the scripture of, of you know, where Peter is, is told by Jesus, get behind me satan right right and so and so we know peter is an opinionated man we know the general consensus even around that time was that when the messiah would come he would be militant that he would create an army that we would we would take take back israel by force if we needed to and we would overthrow we would overthrow rome and so remember as a jewish man you have these ideas and concepts and thought patterns already built in yeah. And so the enemy sees that that's there. And so he's going to use that to your disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the things I actually wrote down yeah. to, to your, to your comment, there are things that people say, right. They're, they're how they begin to build strongholds. Yeah. Things like, cause I, I want to come back to Peter in just a moment. Okay. But things like I'm cursed. Mm. Uh, no yeah. one likes me. Uh, no one desires me or wants me. Everyone avoids me. Uh, my people group is victimized. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, nothing ever goes right for me. It never works out for me. I'm inferior. Mm. Uh, my children are terrible. My marriage is over. Uh, I'll never get ahead in life. Right. I'll never amount to anything. You know. And then we have a, a scripture in the Old Testament that says that as a man or a woman thinks in their heart, so are they. Right. So I don't know if people know this, but <laughs> your heart thinks. Your mind yeah. thinks, your heart thinks. Why? Because they're in your soul. Mm-hmm. But when we, you know, if we could take Peter as an example, because yeah. this guy is fascinating. He is, he, is. He, is, yeah. 
he, you know, not not only did did uh, he, had, you know, as you said, had the greatest revelation there of who Jesus was. Yeah. Then then the devil speaks through him, and and, and we're going to do a podcast particularly on that. Yeah. But you know, he has a stronghold regarding Jews and Gentiles. Right. Like Pastor Moses, if it was up to him, you and I wouldn't be sitting here today. That's right. Like it was a real struggle. Yeah, yeah. It was a real struggle for Peter mm-hmm. to understand that the salvation of God was beyond Israel. Right was beyond the commonwealth of Israel and that it included the Gentiles. I mean, mm. God had to send him to the house of Cornelius. Yeah. And then and then later on, you know, uh, Paul had to confront him to the face because here again, that thing creeped up in the book of Galatians. It creeped up in his life. And, uh, you know, while he was with the Gentiles, right. he was acting like a Gentile. But then when the Jews came from Jerusalem, then it was like, oh, mm. I'm going to, I'm Jewish again. Yeah. This, this, this was a struggle wow. Uh, yeah. For Peter, it was a stronghold. He right. somewhere he must have believed this, even though he was a believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the complexities of trying to live in that kind of dual space would have been, and and we're so glad that in the New Testament they get addressed um, by Paul, right, in a in a clear and and also strict way, so that so that Peter can kind of be snatched out of this um, struggle, caught up in this world, but really. It all stems from these strongholds within his within his mind, and they're a pattern. Yeah, aren't they? You know, when we talk right. about my friends, when we talk about strongholds, we're talking about something that is ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. It is a pattern of thinking over and over. Yeah. It can be, uh, it can be given generationally. Right. Like when, even when we talk about well, when when we're talking about Peter's struggles, that's really a racism issue, isn't that is, it? That is. It, yeah. it, let's mm-hmm. not sugarcoat it. I right. love that God puts it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But but these things can be handed down from gender, you know, don't trust those people, That's right. right? That's right. And and so we we hear this, we think it, we believe it. Sometimes we might have an experience mm-hmm. that goes and and almost re-emphasizes what we thought we believed. Mm-hmm. Like now I know it's yeah. true. And so here again, that that brick by brick, right. concrete, you know, concrete, like things, other things people say. Well. Uh, the church is just full of hypocrites. Mm. So we people could have looked at Peter in that day and said, "Well, he says he's a he's a Christ follower. He's right. a hypocrite. Right. Like he's he's struggling with non-Jewish people. Yeah. And and these things get ingrained in us. They get stronger to the place where then that that tower is is fulfilled. Yeah. And then as you said, the enemy goes, "Hey, I I can use this. That's right. Right. That's right. And before you know it, we're on the inside. We can't even get out. We can't get out. Yeah." Yeah, and we don't know how we got there, and and we repeated things, and it's like now we're now we're stuck, and so you try to help those people, and it's just like you cannot get them to escape because they've barred themselves in to these belief system strongholds that they really believe, they really really believe these things. Well said. Let's go back to our friend Peter. Peter believes certain things. Right. He believes certain things about himself. Mm-hmm. He has some interesting ideas that. He's strong. He's going to lay down his life right. for Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus tells him exactly what's going to happen. They're all going to scatter. Peter, you're going to deny me. He gives him the exact time. Mm-hmm. Peter goes, no, no, no. Everybody else. <laughs> right. Not me. Yeah. I, I'm ready to die with you, Lord. Yeah. And, and isn't it amazing? I mean, he's arguing with the Lord, whether he feels embarrassed, mm-hmm. humiliated at this point. But I really believe... Peter believes this. Right. Like, no way. I'm not capable yeah. of what you're saying 
I'm capable of, which says to us mm-hmm. that God obviously is aware of things in our own lives right. that we're not aware of, but for us, they're a stronghold and we use them yeah. to resist God. It's true. And I think even with that, there's like, we train and condition ourselves um, to always win the fight in our mind, right? That's why I love what Paul says, that that we're supposed to compare them to the knowledge of God, right? What is what is God saying? What's his truth? What how What is he saying as these thoughts operate, as I operate in these behaviors? Because... I have a bias toward myself. My mind has a bias toward myself, right? A good bias. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I'm I'm always going to be bent in the direction that allows me to win the fight in my head, right? And so whatever I've built up in there, strongholds and patterns of thinking, well, it's going to be likely that I take that side versus the side that speaks against those things. And so that's why we need to bring the knowledge of God higher if it was a, if we talk about towers again and and make that the higher tower that trumps over the strongholds yeah. so that those thoughts those patterns of thinking can submit to the knowledge of christ because we're gonna have to do another program now on how do we destroy them right we, we've <laughs> we've identified them we yeah. know what they are yeah they're they're patterns they're ingrained they're yeah. strong they're high they argue against god like we're talking militancy right. here we're, we're yeah. talking these are concrete, thick things yep. that have been with us maybe an entire yeah. lifetime. So true. And so, yeah, we're going to have to discuss on how do we tear them down. But for today, I think, <laughs> I think, I think we've done you a good think. job in identifying them. Yeah. Well, hopefully that brings some clarity. If you're on the other side of that screen, you're thinking, what is the stronghold? We're going to talk a little bit more about how you can defeat them. But it's likely that you have these things happening in your mind. And so I hope that you found some clarity in today's episode. Wait for part two of Strongholds. It's going to be powerful so that you can know exactly how to destroy them, tear them down, and continue to live the uh, life that God has called you to live. Dr. Tony, thank you so much for this. This is so much fun. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode.